everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Modern Workplace Hacks podcast. This is the first episode for 2022, and today it's me just talking through some of what I think 2022 has to offer, um, sort of looking at the three big areas that I think businesses will need to focus on when it comes to technology in particular. So listen in, it's a short, sharp episode today, and hopefully get some value out of it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Modern Workplace Hacks podcast. Uh, This is our first episode for 2022, and just me on today. uh, You get to hear the lovely voice of me uh, ramble on for a a few minutes, but I wanted to sort of take a bit of time and just um, reflect on 2021 uh, what we've been, what we've seen, what's happening, um, and what's sort of leading into 2022 and some of the, the key trends that I think are sort of going to flow throughout this year around, I mean, mainly around business and technology. Um, and look, 2021, I think similar to 2020 was was a little challenging. Um, we certainly saw a, a big boost in um, what people were doing and and changes to their business structure and really starting to get stuck into things towards the end of last year, which was great. Um, And we've started 22 off, look, again, under a bit of a cloud, this whole COVID mess and, look, it is what it is and I think it's going to be that way for for a little bit longer. So we're just going to have to to deal with whatever's whatever's going on and, and work through it. And I think that's going to drive some of the sort of um, initiatives again for for organisations this year. I think probably over the last 12 or 18 months has been a bit put on hold to sort of think about what's going to happen, where are we going to be, what are we going to do. Um, Certainly there's been industries that have been more affected than others Um, and I think that's still going to continue throughout 2022. But if I look back and, and look at or look forward and look at some of the the key sort of things that I think businesses are going to need to be focusing on in 22. Um, I think there's a common theme and if I listened back to episodes from last year, I think what I'm about to, to put forward is going to be very similar. I, I think this is where where we need to be heading and where we need to be focused on um, as organisations in 2022. And, and it really does still revolve around three key things. Um, I think there's there's still that um, ability for our, us as organisations to be more agile and flexible in the way our teams work and the way we engage with our clients. So that that's sort of one thing I think we're going to see quite a bit of this year is building systems um, and infrastructure and process and, and policy around giving our teams flexibility in the way they work ensuring that we can still obviously deliver the services and the products and, and everything that as businesses we, we need to deliver um, and how we engage with our customers. Um, I think our customers are going to um, be looking for a little bit more flexibility in that engagement model as well, how they connect, how they collaborate um, and how they access. So I think that sort of first, first thing that's going to happen over 2022 is a continuation of that flexible workplace um, that, that we're seeing there. I think the the second element, um, and it ties very closely into that flexibility piece, is going to be that automation and business improvement process. 
And really that, that flexibility and this automation and business improvement really do go hand in hand. Um, you have to get that flexibility in place first and, and those structures, but then being able to leverage that and start looking at the tech and the, and the systems that you're using um, and how can we really build that out, make things a little bit more efficient, make them a little bit automated, um, less reliance on the physical components um, within the business, physical paper, physical desks, physically seeing people. Um, as much as we love that, I think the electronic movement of data and information is going to be critical. Um, and the third one, which has been around for the last few years and is going to continue for the next few years um, and for the foreseeable future, I think, is cybersecurity and security in general. Um, there have been some really big um, incidents over the last 12 months and certainly that is that is um, is is concern um, for a lot of businesses where probably haven't spent enough time looking at where their vulnerability points are and what's going on. Um, so I certainly see security as something that every business, regardless of size, has to has to take seriously and continue to. And that's everything from the technology perspective, so getting the right systems and the tools and the protection methods in place, through to actual the education piece of users um, and your team. I think you'll find that that is really where um, the big gaps tend to be is in that personnel and the, and the people side of of, um, of the security. So as, as much as you want to spend on security, it's uh, important that you're investing time and effort into your team and your people and educating them on what needs to happen. So really heading into 2022, I think they're really three key areas that every business will be wanting to focus on um, being the flexibility, flexible workplace, the, the, the business process improvement and automation and cybersecurity. Um, there, there's certainly areas that inside WinTech we're looking at very, very, very heavily um, and investing continually to invest in, in those three areas. Um, so in that flexibility place, it's making sure that our team have the flexibility to be able to deliver our services regardless of where they're located. Um, I, I fear and, and not fear, but I, I see that we're going to be in that sort of state of in and out of sort of semi-lockdowns or quarantine sort of situations. So it's important that we focus on how our team get through this um, and how we can continue to deliver that high level of service to our clients. Um, we're seeing it already and we're, what are we in the first week of January and um, we've already implemented um, week one, week two rosters for in the office just to try and make sure that we have a continuity of service. Um, and that comes down to some of the team working in the office week one, some working from home. So in the event that someone does get sick um, and we have to isolate and quarantine, that we don't have to isolate the entire business. Um, we can we can still have our team operational, have our team still available to go and see clients um, for those that aren't, aren't in any uh, quarantine situation or, or were still sick. Um, so we've implemented that and that, that's a policy change and obviously that change in, needs to ensure that we have the right technology in place. Um, and as a, as a technology company where we're sort of lucky in that sense is that that's how we're geared anyway. So our team can effectively work from anywhere. Um, 
And whilst it does put pressure on the team and pressure on our processes, we have seen it and we've have we've done this in the past and it's worked. Um, it's not it's not a hundred percent that there are gaps because as a support team we we are very collaborative in the way we work. So bouncing off each other, asking questions, what's happening, visibility, those type of things. So we're really having to ramp up that electronic means of collaboration again um, and and really pushing those systems. Um, and in this case, we use Microsoft Teams. So pushing Teams just that bit harder um, and you, making sure our team are engaging in that process. So there's visibility. So instead of having that chat across the, the service desk, that chat needs to happen in a more collaborative space and we've got teams established to, to do that for. So that's where the, the flexible workplace comes into it, but we're still going to maintain and we still want to maintain that office environment. Um, I mean, geez, we've just been booted out of our current office. We've been given till May to move. Uh, they've Someone else has bought the building and now we've been evicted. Uh, so we're on the hunt for a new space. So that's going to be, that's going to be good. And it's, again, it's an opportunity to, to revisit what it is we do and how we use that space um, and, and how the team engage in that space. So, look, it's it's a good opportunity and that's something that's going to be fun over the next few months is finding a new location, um, getting all moved and set up. So never great in the middle of a pandemic. So that's, that's going to be interesting. Um, but regardless of what we do in those, in with that office, um, a key element is making sure that the team have flexibility and we have team offshore and remote and that, that works well. And again, it's making sure that those systems are accessible, that they're secure, which we'll touch on in the, in the security piece. Um, but it's, it's the engagement and the collaboration piece that I think really starts to hold that flexible workplace together. And um, we touched on the end of last year in one of, one of our previous discussions where it really truly is this modern workplace. And that's what the modern workplace is. It provides flexibility. It's collaborative. It's the ability for people to engage and work regardless of where they are. Um, and additionally, or inclusive in all that, it's about how as a business we continue to engage and collaborate with our clients um, because we are going to, I think, move back to more Teams meetings over the next sort of few months as as the, the, the new variants come through, um, but we don't want that to, to really stop what we're doing. So I think this is it's going to be an interesting time, um, but we've learned a lot over the last two years um, and hopefully you've all learned a lot over the last two years and how to adapt and deal with these situations. Um, and we've just got to keep keep ticking along and keep trucking forward. So that's, that's how we're dealing with flexibility. Um, I think additionally in that, process improvement and automation space again it's an area that we're constantly focused on um, and we're always refining and always tuning we a lot of our business is process orientated yes we're we're a support company and it's technology related but as those requests come through and they're triaged and addressed and, and managed and followed up we've got a lot of process within that and it's it's making sure that as a business where we're refining that so it's it's constantly looking at how we can make it better for our clients to engage. And it's an area I'm very passionate about in that that, that customer service piece is really crucial to, to what we do as a business. Um, so we've got to get those processes right. We've got to get that balance right of people and where they are and who's dealing with it and, and what's happening um, and mindful of how that is delivered to, to our clients and, 
and how we can maintain cost effectiveness in that that scenario. Um, there's certainly things that, that could be done, but then it becomes ineffective from a cost perspective um, and, and it makes it difficult to, to deliver. Uh, and then there's other ways where we could make it a lot more cost effective. Um, however, the, the service quality will drop significantly. So it's really getting that balance where we can maintain really high standards of quality um, as well as maintaining our cost structure so we don't have to pass those costs on or increase significantly our price and go to market strategy and things like that. Um, and that's where that process refinement comes in. And a lot of what we're doing internally isn't really around that automation side of things. It's more on the, the business improvement. Yes, there are definitely elements where, where we look at throughout our processes, what we can automate, what we can track, how we can better report, how we can get better visibility. And that's all about using our systems more effectively and the data that we're capturing. Uh, and that in turn helps us refine those processes. So this is one thing to keep in mind when you're looking at that process improvement side is that it's not always going to be technology um, and it's it's a continual process. It's something you need to keep coming back to to look at how you can just get it that little bit better and that 1% here or that 1% there. Um, can you use a bit of tech to make the process, the overall process, a little bit more effective or use data or capture data and report on that data to ensure that your process is effective in getting those results. So that, that whole business improvement piece is, is automation. It's data. It's, it's reporting. Um, it's a whole lot of things. Uh, and, and we've invested in that and we've invested and created now a whole transformation team in our business. Um, that, that's there for not only us internally, but for our clients to start to leverage. Um, so our transformation team is all about going in and understanding the process within our clients' businesses and understanding the tools and systems that are in use, what can be used more effectively, how can we make it electronic, how can we capture the data more effectively, how can we automate some of those processes. So that's a really exciting thing for us in 2022. Um, and, and the third area that we're investing heavily in internally just for, for obviously securing our own systems but also developing out that function for our clients to leverage is that cybersecurity piece. Um, and the cybersecurity piece is just an evolving beast um, of an area. The The number of threats coming out, the vulnerabilities being identified, um, the, the targeting, the hacks, the phishing, it's relentless and, and it's not going to stop. Um, we've seen, we've seen ransomwares, at small scale, we've seen massive ransomware attacks that have been published on the news um, and in the papers. Um, and these all have significant impact to business um, at a level. I mean, it's a ransomware attack can, can cripple a business for days, weeks, months. It could put a business out of business. Um, that's the reality of it. So as, as an organisation from Wintech's perspective, it's a big focus of ours is how we maintain our internal security, our user security, um, how we ensure that the systems we're supporting um, and how we go about that support process is secured and tracked and audited. Um, and we've invested a lot of time and a lot of money and continue to invest a lot of lot in systems um, to help us do that. 
and also looking at the tools that we've got at hand, um, particularly in that Microsoft suite, what can we leverage and what can we use more of to make sure that our not only our systems are secure and we have visibility of what's going on, but what can we then help our clients with from a perspective of giving them the visibility and control around security. Um, we've we've spent a lot of time of late in that in that Microsoft. I mean, we've been a Microsoft partner for since since inception, so eleven plus years, and, we've, and our team have always worked in that Microsoft space. And the the development that Microsoft have made in that security space is is nothing short of outstanding. Um, the tools that we have available to us that we can expand on um, is exceptional. And we're talking visibility into everything that a user is doing and where their systems are talking to and being able to block and manage and control that from a security perspective. Has something executed on a machine that shouldn't? Are we seeing um, things getting tampered with that shouldn't be getting tampered with? Um, we've been able to implement these things in our business um, and identify, look, there might be false positives, but we, we've got that visibility now. We, we've seen where we've been able to shut down a PC because we've seen something suspect happening. I need to work out that it's one of our team doing some testing or training or, or something like that. So it's, it's not, a, not an incident as such, but the, the tools we've got now can start to capture these sort of things um, more effectively. And, and in, a, in a client perspective, that could be happening without without anyone's knowledge, and that's that's the scary part about the cybersecurity thing is not necessarily having the visibility to what is going on in the business. So we've we're investing in ourselves, um, and obviously education internally in skilling up to be able to deliver these solutions. And again, we are twenty twenty two will see us launch a specific cybersecurity division. Um, dedicated to that policy and compliance side of things, also the monitoring, the management, the remediation, this, and, and bringing that whole process together. We already do a lot of it just by what we do in our managed services and what we do for our clients in projects. We implement a lot of the security. We're monitoring a lot of security. What we're looking to add to this now is that um, that that centralised view of what's going on from security, so we can be so we can be on the pulse all the time um, so we can be up to up to implementing compliance and policy and ISO standards and all the bits that go with it and making sure that what we're doing from a managed service perspective is in line with with policy and process and also in line with what our clients need from their governance requirements um, and we're doing we're doing it now we just want to be able to do that a lot better um, and implementing and moving some of our function into a dedicated cyber security team um, is one of the things that that I've been looking at for the last last twelve months and and starting to pull together and and we'll see this come to fruition in twenty twenty two which is again super exciting on that front um, i mean all in all it's twenty twenty two i'm really excited about not only from from my perspective and and what we're seeing as a business and where we're wanting to take things and how we're helping clients. But I think there's there's still massive amounts of opportunity for improvement around how businesses are doing things, how they're leveraging technology. Um, yep, there's going to be there's going to be cost and time involved in in getting businesses and up to speed in that security space and things like that. And it's it's no longer a luxury and it's no longer a nice to have. Um, it's it's now 
in that security space, it's what more do we need to be doing? And that's that's the thought pattern all organisations need to be thinking about is, okay, we may have done this last year. What more do we need to be doing this year? Um, and I think take that approach across all aspects of those three areas uh, that I see and what more do we need to be doing as a business to improve our flexibility and our engagement in that modern workplace? What more do we need to be doing as a business to improve our processes, improve our outputs, automate those type of things, and what more do we need to be doing as a business um, to secure not only ourselves as an organisation but our clients' um, data and systems? And that's, look, it's it's an exciting time that we're in, and I think 2022, look, it's going to present some challenges um, with what's going on, and um, and I hate to harp on, on the whole COVID thing, but, look, it's it's still there and it's still annoying and, um, I don't really think anyone knows what's going to happen with it. So we truly have to live with it. Um, but there's still opportunity in that. What, what can we be doing? How do we, how do we take advantage of that? So all in all, looking forward to 2022. Um, I think 2021, look, for, from my perspective, was, was quite exciting. Um, we achieved a lot. We, we put a lot of extra structure. We've added more team members in in view of what we want to do in 2022. Um, so that, that's exciting and there's going to be a few exciting announcements over the, over the coming six months as we, we sort of really formalise these new areas and, and business opportunities. Um, so that's exciting. And, look, uh, yeah, that's, that's really it. I, I think it's um, – I think there's a lot to be – a lot to look forward to this year. Um, and as much as the news is all doom and gloom, I think we just smile and, and keep doing what we're doing and, and, and enjoy ourselves. So thank you for listening in to another episode. And look, as much as I want to get guests on this year, I'm not going to promise anything. Um, I did say that last year. We managed to get a few, which was great. But this year it's really about just going through, I think, these, these um, using the podcast to really provide a bit more insight into what, what I'm thinking, what I'm seeing, what's happening in 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 our world, what's happening in the business world, um, yeah. And Josh will be back. He'll be back from holidays, and I'm sure we'll uh, have a few few sessions there, and we'll get some others on board this year. But all in all, we just want to have a have a crack this year at, at adding a bit more value and and adding a few more few more insights more often throughout the year. We got a bit a bit distracted last year and weren't able to deliver as many podcast episodes as I wanted. But this year um, I'm really going to try and, and get a few more of these out. And even if you just get to hear the lovely ramblings of me for 15 or 20 minutes, um, there's plenty that I can be, be talking about and hopefully even getting a bit of value out of that as we go through. We'll look at some of the new technologies. We'll look at what the platforms are. We'll look at the challenges our clients are facing I'll share the challenges that we're facing as a business because we're no different to you guys. Um, I'm still running a business and, and we've got things to do. Some days are good, some days are bad. Um, but we're um, we're a business and we're, we're always looking to improve. So stay tuned. There'll be more episodes coming. Look forward to Look forward to sharing that with you throughout 2022. Thank you for listening to the Modern Workplace Hacks podcast. Hope you got some value. We'd really love for you to subscribe to the podcast or follow us on YouTube and LinkedIn. Look forward to bringing you some more episodes soon.